0: Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Thank you for joining me for this week's Manna for the Lenten Journey. Here's our theme for this afternoon Uh, it's going to be, uh, biblically speaking, what does it mean to glorify God? How can we do that? What's included in that? Going to the Word of God using uh, a text from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. We're going to be exploring that uh, this afternoon. But first, I'd like to offer a word of prayer for us. Let's bow our heads and go to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, it always starts and it ends, O God, uh, with sharing our love for you, with glorifying your name. Lord, guide us in doing that. Let us always have that as uh, our focus, as the uh, central most part of what we do, glorifying you. Lord, you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Church, I am turning now uh, to the uh, second letter to the church at Thessalonica, the first chapter verses 11 and 12. Here are those words. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you To live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all of the good things your faith prompts you to do. Then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way that you live. And you will be honored along with him. This all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. In His name we pray, Amen. And thanks be to God. So, uh, just a, a, a devotion here about uh, glorifying God, and then just just some comments. Church, uh, we magnify God by making Him much greater in our lives than what. We are. And I think that's very telling, and there's a lot of truth in that statement. You see, when we glorify Him in our lives, we give Him praise and adoration and reveal God's character through everything that we say and do. It's bringing Him honor in how we live our lives, representing Him well. It's giving praise and worship in every moment of our day, in the mundane moments, and in the highlight moments. It's in lifting Him up higher, revealing His splendor and majesty. It's in giving Him full credit for everything that we do and for all of our spiritual growth. Acknowledging that it is, in fact, God who has given us our gifts and talent not man. It is God who has given us a brain to use for his purposes and who also helps us train and then gain new skills. Our whole being is created by God with all of our gifts and abilities, whether in the natural or the spiritual. They have all been given to us from our loving Father. And this is all the more reason than To give God the glory. Living a life that glorifies God is living a life fully that is surrendered unto Him. Exalting Him in every way and in every moment of life. Through the highs and through the challenges. Our desire should always be then to glorify God with our lives. Even when going through the tough seasons of life, glorifying God in the midst of it by worshiping Him and keeping Him central in our minds and hearts, raises our spirits and ignites our faith so that we can have hope and an assurance that God holds us in the palm of His mighty hands and that He watches over us. Now listen to this in everything, not just in some things, but in absolutely everything, God's name is needed to be glorified. Amen. So, uh, Church. I, I, as I was uh, reading this, I, I was thinking that you know, you, you and I, uh, we we think of uh, the temple, uh, and the temple, of course, is is mentioned uh, in scripture. Uh, there is a, a physical place, a location uh, of. Of the temple, uh, that's uh, that's noted. Uh, but spiritually speaking, I also want us to think of the body, our bodies, our human bodies, as a temple as well. And, and and what what was the purpose then of the temple, both the physical but also the bodily temple? It's to glorify God. You see, it, it, it's to glorify God. It's to Take in a spiritual diet that gives us strength, that gives us uh, the the willpower to do just, just that. So it's through those actions, it's through that light then that our temple, that uh, the main established temple that's spoken of in Scripture can ultimately radiate that glory to God. Now, here's what so often happens, right? We live... Um, of course, in a in a society and a culture that uh, worships so many gods, so many gods that that is not Yahweh, that is not the Lord God Almighty. That that is that is the the uh, the way in which uh, mankind lives their life. We 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 live in a very idled culture, and so often, right, glory is given to. Idols and to man where the glory needs to be given uh, to God. So if we if we say if we believe if we claim that we are uh, in fact believers, then we we need to change that rhythm. We we need to redirect uh, the narrative, if you will, that it's not about. The glory of man that needs to be lifted up on high, but the glory of God always. Uh, that, that is so key, uh, that is uh, so relevant. You see, what, what happens um, when, the, when the attention and when the uh, glory uh, is put on only tangible things and on man, uh, it will ultimately fail. You see, church, it will ultimately fail. Uh, Mankind, society will continue to decay. Hello, we're we're right in the midst of it right now. So it's the believer that must stand up boldly. And glorify God, people are watching people will notice people are listening okay uh, it, it's it's through those actions it's through the witness of of taking scripture seriously and um, uh, uh, applying it to everyday life that that will change this narrative because if nothing's done, continued decay uh, will happen. so glorifying God. We are the vessel, you see. We are the temple that must uh, do that, uh, do that boldly and faithfully. So let me uh, end this, uh, this time, this afternoon, with uh, a pocket scripture and a pocket prayer for uh, Lent for, for this week. Um, <clears throat> turning to 1 Corinthians 10, verse 31. This is a, a, a scripture that I would encourage you to uh, have close, to memorize. And it's about glorifying God. It's, it's simply this. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Back to the, that idea about being a vessel, being a temple, Okay, you and I, our bodies. Listen to it again, 1 Corinthians ten thirty one. So whether you eat or drink, or whether, you, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And also, I want to offer this uh, this prayer uh, too. Let me uh, let me pray for us, dear God. I know that you see me. We know, Lord, that you see each and every one of us. We know that you see that although we know you, we still chase after so many worldly lies of affirmation. We seek validation, Lord. We seek validation of our worth. By going along with the crowd or performing. So Lord, help us not to boast of our Lenten choices. But rather share only when you lead us. Help us, Lord, as a vessel, as a temple, to listen for your voice, not our own. We're not walking through... uh, intentional sacrifice to glory self or our own will, but to remember how much you gave up so that we can offer your hope to others. Help us to not be a clinging symbol or focus on our lack over Lent, but to shine Lord, to truly shine as the temple, as the bodily temple, O God, to truly shine more clearly through pure radiance from the joy of knowing you. The joy, Lord, of knowing you. This is our prayer, and we ask it in the healing name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Church will uh, offer this prayer and uh, and scripture uh, in the email, so you'll so you'll have it and you can refer uh, to it. So um, until the next time. Uh, We see one another. You have a very blessed day and a blessed week. And I will look forward to seeing you uh, in worship. And we will certainly get out to you our service if you are not there. So we can uh, engage with you and be with you and beside you spiritually. Take care and have a blessed day.